Hey folks, we are back with another episode of Tales of a Bumbling Idiot. And I think it's important this episode to really stress so that everybody understands my motivation here is never to shame or ridicule or make fun of or put anybody down in anything that they do. Um, When I'm telling these stories and pointing out the oddities, it is merely to say how I feel about them, not that it's wrong or that people can't live their life however they want or act however they want. This is just my take on it. Um, So if something that I'm saying you don't agree with, that's okay. It's totally okay. You can disagree with me. You can even tell me that you disagree with me if you want to, but just know this is just, this is just my experience and my opinion. Um, and I never want to make anybody feel bad. That's why I change everybody's names because I'm not trying to like divulge information that would ever make somebody feel bad. Um, but if anybody should ever catch light that I'm doing this and start listening <laughs> and hear a story that they recognize as themselves, um, If I change the name, then they just don't ever really for sure know. And then I don't have to worry that maybe they'll think I'm doing this to target them because I don't want anybody to be, to feel bad uh, as a result of this uh, little podcast. So I am, uh, happy that you're all here and I'm really glad that you're all listening. Um, I've loved every single episode up until this point, but this one is, this one's probably been my favorite because this starts the period of time in my dating life that just gets really wackadoodle. And although it was kind of excruciating to maneuver at some parts, um, it's going to make for a great story for y'all. So I hope that you're enjoying it. If you are, please tell a couple of your friends about it. Maybe you don't even have to tell everybody, but just tell maybe your single friends that you like listening to this and bring them along for the party and just know that you are just so valued here. And, um, if you have a fun single life dating story that you'd like to tell, um, email me and, or message me on Instagram, however you want to do it. And let's chat. Maybe we can push on an episode and hear your crazy tale. Um, I won't call you an idiot, but I am, I'm a bumbling idiot and these are my tales. Stuart. Today's episode is going to be called Stuart. That, of course, is not this gentleman's name, but um, as always, I'm mixing it up so nobody gets their feelings hurt or and or knows it's them. Um, I met Stuart right before Halloween in 2019. I remember that because um, we matched on an online dating site, and he, at the time, was out of town for work, like at the time of our matching. And we were chit-chatting, and one of the first things we were talking about is what I was going to be for Halloween, because it was, like, coming up, like, in, in like a week after. And we didn't know each other very well. We'd only been talking for, like, a day. And he suggested that I go as this super obscure character. I don't even remember what the character's name is now, um, but it's Henry Winkler's character in Waterboy that Adam Sandler classic from the late, late, er, late to early nineties. <laughs> and so it was like, all you need is a bucket hat and like a windbreaker and a whistle. And I was like, okay, it's so obscure. Like it made me giggle. And I was like, this guy is different. He's not like, he didn't suggest like a nurse or like, you know, something like stupid. Like I like somebody with a little bit of imagination, especially like in this, like early on. 
And for like a second, I was like, yeah, I could totally be down for that. I could totally dress up as that. But then I ended up going ultimately as Peg Bundy from Married with Children. I really felt like this was like a great option for a couple's costume if I only had an owl, but I didn't have an owl at the time. So I just went as Peg Bundy. Um, I had most of the stuff already on hand. So I don't know what that says about me as a person, but um so anyway, he also thought that my costume was funny. And so it kind of was like a fun little, like, you know, kickoff to our banter back and forth. Um, we chatted quite a bit. The combo was pretty good. I, you know, when you're talking to somebody, I feel like you always go, like when you meet online in this, in this kind of way, you're always going back to the profile, like over and over again, um, as you're talking to them to like look at them again and like remember what they look like and like look at their pictures. And so like over time you start to like notice more things in their pictures. And I don't know, maybe this is just me. Tell me if you do this too. But, um, so I'm like going back to his pictures, going back to his pictures and he's like, like kind of unconventional looking, which I love. Like I don't, I don't generally go for the typical, like, like person that's like really gorgeous or really hot. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but like really, truly beautiful people tend to, um, I don't know. just not, it's like, like you're too good looking. (laughs) And so I tend to go for people that have like some uniqueness about them. And so I liked the way that he looked, Um, he had a lot of tattoos, not a lot of hair. Um, he wasn't super tall, but like, I don't give a shit about height. I don't give a shit about like any of those types of things. I'm really just like looking for the personality. I'm dating the personality. And so I was like super excited about this. We decided when he came home from his work trip, we would meet, um, and go on a date. So he suggested a coffee place in the Heights that he liked. Um, I met him there. We, um, chatted. The chat was good. He told me like a lot about his like life and he was just very blunt, like very matter of fact, not like rude, but like also didn't care if you thought it was rude the way he was talking. He's just like very sure of himself. Like I really got the impression that he did not give a fuck if I liked him or not. And I like that. I mean, who doesn't like that? Um, the conversation was just really like basic, like, you know, like where you been, what you, what do you do? What do you like? You know, do you have any kids? Those types of things. He had a daughter. Um, and he got along with the mom. Okay. Um, and yeah, it was like a pretty solid first date. Um, he gave me a hug when we left and we kind of agreed we'd see each other again. He didn't message me like super right away. Some guys like message you before you can even get out of the parking lot being like, Oh, it was a great day. I want to see you again. And it's fine. Whatever, whatever your feeling is after the date and you feel like doing, that's what I want you to do. I just remember he didn't reach right out like a lot of guys do. And I kind of liked it like being aloof, being a little bit like, um, you know, mysterious still in that early stage, I think is good, especially for me. I like somebody who keeps me guessing. And so it was all good. Um, we decided that we were going to go rock climbing for our second date. I suggested it. He asked me what I wanted to do. And I was like, thought that it was a really fun idea. I thought like, Oh, girl suggests rock climbing. He was a very active person who did like martial arts and, um, was into like fitness and like staying active all the time. And so I was like, this is something he'll be really into. Um, I'm not, 
a super athletic person. Like I've had several gym memberships. I've like went through many multiple periods of time where like I concentrate really hard on my fitness and like being active. And then I have other times where like other things in my life are taking priority over those things. I know that there should be a, probably a stronger balance there, but it, it is what it is. Um, for this particular part of the story, um, it's important for you to know that regardless of my athletic ability, I always just kind of assume, um, that I'm going to be able to do whatever the thing is that's set in front of me, throw a ball, climb a wall, um, run any length of time. I'm just like, Oh yeah, no, I could do, I'll keep up. I can. Yeah. Like I got it. Um, so I gave zero thoughts to the rock climbing. I was just like, this would be such a fun date idea. Look at me. Um, let's go rock climbing. So he was all about it. And there's a couple things here that I want to make note of for those listening and contemplating also going on a stellar date of rock climbing. Um, one, it is like a lie, like a liability. And so you have to sign a number of waivers when you go to go rock climbing, if you don't already have an account there. Um, and so for that, you have to give over like everything you have, like your social security. I don't know, maybe not your social security, but like it's invasive, like your name, your address, all these things. Like a lot of times you don't even know a person's last name when you're on a second date with them. So to like have to fork over all of this kind of information like that early on was a little like, who now Stuart gave me zero inclinations that he was a creep or that he was going to try to use any of this information, you know, for evil. And I don't even know how much of it he even like gleaned or, or, or heard or remembered remembered or whatever, but it was just like one of those, like, I felt very exposed to having to like give over. And I remember he kept having to like respell his last name because they kept not spelling it right. And it was just like, I didn't know what his last name was until I heard it spelled a bunch of times. And then it was just like, okay, this is whatever, but he was totally cool with it. And it, it was fine. I'm just telling those out there, like, if you don't want to get all up in it like that, maybe don't do it that early on. Um, and I remember that we went to the desk and they were like, is this together or separate? And he was like, separate. And so I was like, oh, like, okay. Like, and again, I don't ever mind paying for myself, but like, it's, uh, it just sets, it just, it's just, it's just worth mentioning. You know what I mean? It just sets the tone for it. So then we go and we get like the climbing shoes, which I did not know was even a part of it. And so I'm like looking through, looking through and find my size. And then I'm like, oh, what's like, he's like doing the same but he has like incredibly small feet, like maybe smaller. Like I think they're my size or maybe smaller. And I remember like, I don't care what size your feet are, but I remember there was like a weird like thing like in the air after that. And so I'm like, man, this is like, we're learning a lot about each other to go rock climbing here. Then we like put on headphones and watch this video about how to do it and stuff. And then we have to put on this harness, which again, not super flattering. It's all up in your business. It like really cuts around the crotch in a few different ways that are just like, all right, well, nice to meet you. Uh, so these are just things to consider when you're planning for a date. Um, so we are going to climb and he like, just of course, just shimmies right up the wall, just gets right up it. And he's loving it. And he's going most of the way up. And then like you let go and you like free fall down to the ground. And so he goes and then I'm like, okay, now it's my turn. And so I'm like working my way up the wall and he's like coaching me from the ground. And like, I think to be helpful, but also he's being very like 
angry dad at me. Like, no, no, don't put your, no, hey, you gotta, like, and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, I'm not, I'm not starting a competitive rock climbing career here. I'm just, I'm just trying to get up the damn wall, you know? And so I like get up quite a ways. And then he's like, you gotta let go to like come down. And while I knew that in my brain, my body would not let me let go. Like I was like, I felt like I was like on a TV show where it's like, okay, I'm letting go now. And then like the person just still keeps holding on. Like I could not bring myself to do it. So I was like, I'm just going to climb down. And he's like, no, don't climb down. You're going to use all your energy and all your arm strength to climb down. Like just let go. And I'm like, no, I'm just going to, I'm just going to climb down. So I climbed down the wall. We go back and forth, like watching each other do this and whatnot, and like take because it, it's like oh, hard, guys. Like it's like a lot of upper body strength and a lot of grip strength that I don't just naturally have at my disposal. And so I'm like taking breaks and not climbing while he's climbing, and vice versa. And so we do it for like a little while, but like it doesn't take long to get tired doing this. And I'm not sure if he got tired, but I know I got tired. I was like pushing myself. Eventually I was able to let go. I just like, my arms gave out at one point and I was like, I'm going to fall. And so I did. And I was like, oh, that's not so bad. But to the people that haven't rock climbed out there, I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's serious. Okay. It's exactly what you would think it would be like. And it's not as easy as one might delude themselves to believe. So we're done rock climbing and he's like, let's get something to eat. He was very like, there was never a plan, um, about any of our dates. It was just like, we had a starting point, like come here, let's meet here. And then, um, I never knew like if he was trying to like hang out all day or if he wanted to like do anything. Like it was just always like I was finding out on the fly. So we get done, um, rock climbing and he's like, I'm hungry. It wasn't like, are you hungry? Do you want to go eat with me? He was just like, I'm hungry. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, yeah, I can eat. And I, I was like, do you want to go to, there's like a bar around the corner. I was like, do you want to go there and eat? And he was like, yeah, sure. So we go there and eat. And he's, um, he had told me prior to this that he was sober, but this place just has to happen to have really good food. And this was the first time that I dated somebody that was sober, but he was Cali sober. And, he, so we talked a little bit about that in like when we were sitting having dinner, um, at the bar and it was just clear that we had had like a very different life experience. Um, he had like just been exposed to a lot of things and like done a lot of stuff and traveled all over the place and like had a very different like worldview, um, than I, and I love that. Like I love expanding my mind and like being with people that don't see things the same way that I do that. I really do enjoy that. So that was like a, that was a different plus, um, in that column at the end of the night. And so I was just like, this was a solid date. Um, I drove him back to his car at the rock climbing place and he, we chatted for like a minute and then he got out of the car and left. And I think he might've given me like a hug, like an awk, like a really awkward hug in the car, but like still no kiss. So I'm like, okay. We'll just keep on keeping on. I really like hanging out with this guy. He's like, he, he's, um, interesting. Like the things that he talks about are interesting. I'm noticing that like, I'm not, he, when he doesn't kiss me, I'm not like upset that he didn't kiss me. I'm noticing that like, I'm not feeling super inclined to kiss him. And it starts to make me wonder if like, 
I'm I'm not as like attracted to him as much as I just like genuinely like him as a person. And so I'm like gonna, I'm like, well, I'm just going to keep seeing him because I genuinely like him as a person. And so I like, I, I don't think he's bad to look at. I just don't understand why it is that like, there's not really like a spark or like this attraction where I like want to like touch him or like be in his personal space. I just really genuinely like hanging out with him. So we, um, we say we're going to like hang out again. And he says, how about I cook you dinner and you can come to my house and, um, then maybe like, we'll go do something. And I said, oh yeah, sure. Okay. Um, can I bring anything? And he said, no. And I said, okay. Um, what do you think we're going to have? And he said, oh, I don't know. I'll probably cook something really gourmet. Like macaroni and cheese and hot dogs. And I remember specifically I sent a gif that was like, is it gif or gif guys? I don't, I'm going to be honest. I don't know. People tell like, I know that there is a right way to say it and people correct me and tell me. And then as soon as they tell me it leaves my brain and I can't remember which one it is again. Like I, it's not because I don't think there's a definitive answer. I believe you that there's a definitive answer. I just, for some reason, my brain cannot remember it ever. So I sent the gif, I think that's the right one. Um, and it was like of Cinderella, like clasping her hands and being like whisked away. Like when she was like, you know, caught up in the moment with Prince Charming and it said something like, uh, like my dreams come true or something like that. And he was like, Oh, I aim to please. I want to be clear that I thought he was joking when he said, I'll probably make some gourmet shit like macaroni and cheese and hot dogs because I, the way he phrased it, he said like gourmet shit and I don't macaroni and cheese and hot dogs does not, is not gourmet to me. And so I thought he was like making fun a little, like making a little joke. And so when I replied with the gif, I thought it was clear that I was like, Oh, my hero. Like, Oh, my Prince Charming that like I was in on the joke. Okay. So the date comes, I arrive at his house. I go in and I'm like, so what are we having? And he said, or he said, dinner's ready. And I said, Oh, okay, great. He was always just like, very to the point. Like it wasn't like, Hey, how's your day? What's going on? He was just like, dinner's ready. As soon as I got there, I said, Oh, okay, great. Um, what are we having? And he said, what do you mean? What are we having? I told you we're having macaroni and hot dogs. And I was like, Oh, okay. okay. And like, I, tr- I tried so hard not to make my face be like the, f- the fuck. Like I thought, for sure he was joking. Now I'm not saying that I like don't like macaroni and hot dogs. Okay. I'm not saying that I'm not above eating mac and cheese. I'm not above hot dogs. I eat that shit on the reg. I'm a mom. We do, we do it over a fire. I don't love hot dogs. I don't cook hot dogs as a meal inside for myself. I, that's not, I don't, I don't like them that much. I have, if it's over a fire, I'll have one. If it's a chili cheese dog every once in a while, I have one. I don't, I don't live for hot dogs. I know some people do, so I'll eat them. I don't care. I love macaroni and cheese. It's fine. But it seemed like a very strange thing to make when you say like, come over and I'll make dinner for you. That's all I'm saying. Like, I don't, 
I'm not, I don't need it. I'm not, it's this is not like a snob thing. I was just so surprised by the whole thing. And I still am not sure if maybe it was all a joke and like, I was still in on it and he was just like, well, fuck it. We'll have fucking mac and cheese. Then if she says my hero, my Prince Charming, then that's what I'm going to give her. And he had like put like, he'd like, he gore made it up like and put like chopped up pickles and like mustard and ketchup like and mac and cheese and cut up hot dogs like all mixed together in like a casserole let that marinate for a second just just think about that so i ate it and i did not love it i'm going to be very honest with you it did not taste great Um, but I ate it and did not, um, give a fuck. I was like, you know what? I didn't have to make this. This is a meal I did not have to cook and I did not have to pay for. And he went through the trouble and I'm just going to appreciate the fuck out of it. And that's exactly what I did. It's worth noting for this podcast because I mean, come on, if I'm not going to tell you about the mac and cheese with the hot dogs, what are we doing here? Um, and so then he says, uh, like we just like literally I've taken the last bite of this casserole and he says a bunch of, uh, one of my friends is going to a concert at the Monarch. This is how long ago this was. <laughs> the Monarch's not even open anymore. Um, do you want to go? And I said, yeah, because like I love live music, like hell yeah. And like now you're surprising me with like a concert out of nowhere that I didn't even know was happening. I was like, fuck yeah. Can't even remember what the wonderful lady who was headlining his name was because I didn't even know we were going until five minutes before. And I'd never heard her music before, but she was wonderful. And we just like rocked out. I was just gleefully, blissfully happy to be at this concert with this guy who was super fun and Like, I met one of his friends who seemed pretty cool. His friend did not seem interested in getting to know me at all. I didn't care. It was just, we were in it for a good time, and it was so nice. Um, We drove back to his house, and um, he, like, just assumed I was coming inside. He was like, uh, come on, you know, like, oh, well, when we get inside, I'll show you that. Like, it wasn't like a, do you want to hang out? But, like, it was early enough, so I was like, yeah, we'll hang out. So I went, we went back in the house and I remember thinking like, oh, he's gonna, this is gonna, I'm gonna get a kiss this time. Like that's, that's what we're going to do here. And, uh, and so I went in, we sat on the couch. I remember like I sat next to him and he sat further away from me. Like, and I was like, okay, he doesn't, all right, maybe he's just trying to make me feel comfortable. I can appreciate that. We hung out, we watched a little bit of TV, we talked about like some random stuff and it's like our conversation started to kind of break down. Like we didn't really, we didn't really have a lot of the same interests like to talk about, um, so much. Like we would like to do a lot of the same things, but like when we were talking about like just like small talky type stuff sitting on the couch, there is kind of like a lot of like, no, I don't know anything about that. Or like, Oh, like it just kind of got like hard for some reason. So, um, it was time for me to go for the night. And so I like made my way over to the door and I was like putting my shoes on and hit, like the door to his front, to the front of his house was like in his living room. So I'm like standing in the living room, which where we've been sitting all night and I'm like putting on my shoes and we're just like chit chatting some more. And then he's, I'm like put my hand on the handle to leave and he's like, well, hold on. And he's quite a ways away from me in the living room. And he's like, well, hold on. And I'm like, okay. 
And then he goes to the kitchen, which is just adjacent. And I can see him. And he, like, takes a big drink of water. And, like, kind of maneuvers it in his mouth. Like, like a rinse a little bit. And then, like, walks over to me. And I was like, oh, my God, he's going to kiss me. Like, he went over to get a glass of water to, like, make his mouth not dry. And he told me to hold on because he's going to kiss me before I leave. So I was like, all right, here we go. And he walks over to me. And when he gets to be about two feet away from me, he closes his eyes and he puckers his lips and he reaches both hands out in front of him to like find me like a person in the dark, like reaches his hands out to try to find my shoulders, finds my shoulders, still eyes closed, still lips puckered up in a really tight pucker. I've got my eyes open the whole time because I'm like, what's happening? He comes straight at me with this hard pucker. I like put my lips together at the last minute because I don't know what's happening. I think I hunched my shoulders up and he hits me with the hardest kiss I have ever experienced in my life. Like tight, pursed lips like he couldn't. And it hurt. Like it hit my teeth because he had no depth perception of how far away my face was. So he came in so freaking hard and fast and his lips were so tight together. I don't know if it was his lips or if it was his teeth behind his lips, but something cracked into my face. Like it hurt and it lasted a millisecond. And then he just was like, all right, see you later. And no part of it left me feeling good. Like I like left his house being like, what happened? Like any sexual desire that could have been there deflated on contact. It was horrific. Okay. And now listen, I don't intend I have not, and I don't intend to talk about the nitty gritty details of intimacy between me and any of these players who may get to that point, because I do not think that the, uh, sexy details are necessary to make this show entertaining. So I need you to understand how horrific this kiss was, because otherwise I would not be talking about it. I feel terrible. I hope Stuart never hears this podcast and knows that it's him because I I don't want to hurt his feelings. That is not what this is about at all. I'm saying that like I came away from that that night so confused. I got to my car and I literally was like I I could not believe what had just taken place. And my brain was so confused because I had such a great night at the concert. Our conversations like through texting were so fun. I had come to like really enjoy this guy's friendship and his time. But then like some of the conversation was a little hard and like we didn't connect on a lot of stuff. And then this kiss on top of it, I was like, what is happening? Like what is like, I don't know what to do about this. I don't want to like not want to kiss somebody I'm dating, but like that was a shit show. Why did he come at me from so far away? Why did he close his eyes so early? Why didn't you wait until you got right up on me so you knew where I was at? Why are your lips so tight? Like, I don't, 
Am I, is this how people kiss? I don't, this is, I'm concerned. So I come home and we're texting and he's talking about like hanging out again. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We should hang out again. And I'm just like the whole time I'm like, should we? Like, I don't know if this is, I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm attracted to this guy now and I don't want to lead him on, but like also we've been hanging out and it's been pretty fun. So like maybe we should hang out again. I don't know. So we decide we're going to hang out again. I feel like it was a Sunday afternoon for some reason. Um, it was definitely during the day and he said like, let's just come over and like, we'll hang out or something. And I'm like, okay, sounds good. So I go to his house and he's like, we're going to go get something to eat was, was the thing before we did. He was like, I'm going to smoke a little pot. And I said, Oh, okay. And so I smoked a little pot with him. And then I said, well, what do you want to eat? And he said, I've got an idea. I'm, I'll take you somewhere. <laughs> and so he takes me to the grocery store. <laughs> he takes me to high V and, and first of all, I want to tell you that I just got too high. Okay. It happens sometimes. I was like, very weirded out about smoking with this person. I thought I like felt comfortable with him. I knew him really well, but then after I smoked, I got real paranoid and like, was like, I am with this stranger. What am I doing? It was not a good time. Okay. But he's like, we're going to go get something to eat. And he takes me to high V. So instantly when we go to high V, I'm like snapped out of it because I'm like, <laughs> we're at a grocery store and he's like, let's just go to the nacho bar. And I was like, okay, hell yeah. So now I'm back in. Now I'm like, okay, this was like so inventive and fun of an option for like something to eat. I'm down. Let's do it. So he gets like all these nachos. I got like, I don't even like, I think I got like a, like something so small. I don't remember what it was, but it was like not, I did not take full advantage of the nacho bar. Okay. And so, um, we get back to his house and he's like, let's watch a movie. And I said, okay. And I think the movie, I think the title of it, I gosh, I should start looking this stuff up is point break. It's like Patrick Swayze. And I want to say like Keanu Reeves. I could be wrong about this, but Patrick Swayze for sure is in it. It's like on a beach and like, I don't know. I had never seen it before. He was like, it's so great. I was like, okay. So we watched this movie and we're eating the snacks that we just got at the grocery store. And in the middle of it, he gets up and goes to the bathroom and the bathroom's like right off of the living room. It's very close. And he doesn't wash his hands, y'all. Like we're eating and nachos. Like you're eating with your hands. And it's, you can, you hear the flesh and then the person opens the door. There was no hand washing. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like it's not, this I don't know. So then I'm like, oh no, this is, now I'm kind of like, I'm grossed out a little bit. And <clears throat> I'm just like, man, I don't know. I already was like having some troubles with the kiss and I already was like not sure about the convo. And then the non, the non-washing of the hands when you're eating nachos is like, I don't under, like, 
I don't under, I don't understand that. So I was like, Oh boy. Um, we finished watching the movie. It's time for me to go. I was like, Oh, I got to go grocery shopping. I've got some stuff to do. It's still like the middle of the day, but I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to take off. So I go to like, get ready to leave. And he comes over and I'm like, Oh, he's going to kiss me again. And the whole time I kept thinking, Maybe it was just a really awkward first kiss. Like maybe the first kiss just is, you know, hard and there's a lot of nerves and like whatever. So like, let's just keep working with it. Like I had been talking to some of my friends and been like, what am I going to do? Like I, the kiss is awful. And they're like, maybe just teach him, like teach him how to do it. Like, and I'm thinking he's got a child, like he's kissed enough people. I don't, shouldn't he know? maybe it's me. Like maybe it's a chemistry thing with me. Like I'm not even saying it's his fault. I'm just saying I don't enjoy the kiss between us and I don't want to be like here, do it different. I don't think people want to be told that, but also like, I just don't, I I don't want to drain somebody. I just want to, you know, I just, I'm not saying it's not worth the effort. It's just, I just want that part to be good already, you know? And so I was just like, okay, here we go. Maybe it's the second kiss. Now keep in mind, I'm still a little bit grossed out about just watching him finish his nachos, knowing he didn't wash his hands. Um, so I'm already not on a good level. Okay. And he comes at me again, two foot away. I'm telling you, this is not an exaggeration. He closes his eyes real tight, closes his lips real tight, and then has to find me with his arms. Like I don't, why are you so far away? He does the same exact thing he did the, the time before. And the hardest kiss and like just no sexuality in it at all. Like nothing that made me want to experience it again in any regard. And I was just like, all right, I got to go. And I left and I'm, I want you to know that I'm not making this up when I say, as I walked to my car, I was like, ew, 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 ew. Like I just felt so ick about every single part of it. And I feel awful because I genuinely think this is a nice person. I don't know if it's the chemistry between us. I don't know if it's, I'm a germaphobe and I can't handle the hand washing thing. I don't know. I'm not saying it's Stuart's fault. I'm saying I was like, I, this, I cannot, I cannot do this with this person. I cannot do this. Like, this is not going to go anywhere that I'm okay with. And we, at this point we had been like talking or dating or whatever you want to call it for like a month. I know this because we started talking right before Halloween, as I mentioned, and like right before this last nacho high V date, um, we, he had, he had said he was going to buy tickets to like a local sporting event that like, I knew some people that were going to be there and he knew some people that were going to be there and he knew it was like a common interest. Like I'm telling you, I had great date ideas. Like he's a fun person. Right. And he, and that was like set for December 7th. And he was like, we were making plans to go to that. It was like coming up. And so I know it was like the whole month of November is when this was taking place. and. I just felt like I cannot waste this guy's time. Like I, there's, there's nothing, there's not a single part of me that wants to sleep with this man. 
like not a single part. Like every experience that I've had makes me want to be friends with him, but it does not, there's, there's nothing here that makes me feel like relationshipy towards him at all. And it made me sad because I liked so many parts of his, of his friendship. Um, and so I don't actually know what took place because I do know that like, I was feeling like "Mm, this is not working. I don't know if it was written all over my face. Like after the second kiss, if he opened his eyes to see it or, um, not, but he slowed way down on texting me. And then I remember like, it was probably like three days later. He was like, so are we not going to go to this sporting event thing that we talked about? And I said, Oh, well, I might do this and this with my other, oh, that's what it was. I said, Oh, I might do this and this on that night. I like already had these plans when he asked me to go. I was like, well, I already have these other plans. I'll have to let you know. And, um, he came back and was like, so what about those other plans? And I was like, Oh yeah, no, I'm really sorry. I'm not going to be able to go to the thing with you. And he was like, okay. And then I think we might've exchanged like one more text. And then that was that we didn't, there was like, I don't even know if there was a for sure, like this isn't working out, but it just was like, both of us kind of were reading the situation. That's my understanding. I don't like, I didn't ghost anybody. I just remember being like, I'm not, I'm sorry. I'm not going to be able to go with you. And like me saying, I'm not gonna be able to go with you. is kind of like a, I didn't make a bunch of excuses about it. I just said, I'm not going to be able to go with you. And he was like, Oh, okay. I got it. And then that was that. And I've seen him pop up on dating sites several times over the years, um, here and there. And I'm always like, he was like such a, like a, on paper, all of it made sense. Like he liked to do all of the same things I do, like music, like be like, you know, make impulse decisions to like decide to go to a concert on a Thursday afternoon, like all these things that I'm just like, that's a super fun vibe. I loved it about him and he's not even bad looking. And like, I've sat and stared at his profile picture again, thinking like, shut like maybe we should reach back out, you know? Um, and it just, it just doesn't, it just doesn't work out. Um, I just don't think it's a, it's, it's a thing I just can revisit. And again, how many times now have I told you about somebody I'll revisited later? I just don't think it's a good MO. So like I'm about, you know, 11 months into being single at this point and I'm starting to figure out like when it doesn't click, it doesn't click. So he, he's still out there and he's still single. And I was talking to a girlfriend of mine who's single in the area about a year ago. And she was like, I met this guy like he's super fun. He's like really unconventional and he's like into like, like all like different fitness things. And she's like telling me all about, I'm like, Oh, that's great. And she's like, here's this picture. And she shows me Stuart's picture. And I said, Hey bud. (laughs) Now I only told her this because this friend of mine might be the most sexual being I have ever met on the planet. I'm a straight woman, but my God, if I wasn't, I would be in love with this woman because she's gorgeous and confident and sure of herself and is a freaking yoga instructor and is beautiful and has a body and like, like believes in like sex positivity and is like really open to everything and has lived all over the world. And she's just an incredible human being who wouldn't fall in love with her. Right. She's single too, by the way. And she 
I said, Hey, babe, listen, I also think he's great. Cause I went on a few dates with him. I dated him for like a month and she's like, Oh, and I was like, ah, it was the absolute worst kiss I've ever experienced in my entire life dried up every ounce of sexual energy I could have possibly put into the world. And I did not go for him any longer for that reason. And she was like, what? And I was like, now listen, you may have a totally different experience than I did. That may not be like the case with you. Maybe it was a chemistry between him and I, I said that to her, but I said, I just want you to be aware that this did not work for me for this reason. And you being the sexual being that you are tells me that that may be an issue for you. If that's also the case, I'm just telling you what I know. And I don't think that that's wrong. I don't think that I like did Stuart dirty or tried to like get in her way. I just let her know what my experience was because I honestly thought I was crazy when it was happening. He was kissing me that way. I, I demonstrated it on her to show her what I went through I was like, I don't understand it. Maybe he'll kiss you different. Like maybe you, maybe you want to be the teacher. Maybe that's like a hot dynamic for you. I wasn't into that. I wasn't into like, Hey, why don't you do it like this? Or I don't, I don't, I didn't, it's not for me. So maybe you want to do that. Maybe you're okay with doing that thing and whatever you more power to you. I think he's a great guy. Maybe you will love him. Just like, maybe this is a match made in heaven. I'm just telling you it was a no for me. And I don't know. I had never actually recapped with her to see how that turned. I don't think that it worked out because that was like a year ago and I haven't heard any more about it, but I, I did not follow up to say like, Hey, how did that go? Or how was a kiss for you? Because you know, it's none of my business. My story ends there. Um, there is one little part to the story that I did forget to mention earlier. And I think it's important to understand kind of like what the dynamic was. I, at the time of dating Stuart worked at a dental office. Um, and when I was at the dental office, there was a lot of really bad things that were happening. Um, and Stuart knew that I didn't really want to be at that office anymore. Um, but he still came in and became a patient there while I worked there. And I thought, well, this is strange, like, because I can't not. I can't not see you like this is my place of work. And like, I understand you need a dentist, but I wasn't like, you should come to my office. He just like found out where I worked and was like, well, I need a dentist. So I'm going to come there. And this is just like a PSA. Don't do that. Don't, don't do that because then like he comes in and I have all of his, in, like all of his information you know, like you're getting your teeth clean. Like, I don't need to know about those things. I, we don't need to have that kind of an in-depth, I don't know. It's just, it felt like a, like almost like an invasion of my privacy because like, this is where I work, dude. Like now I have to see you and I have to like treat you perfect. Like what? And then like, what if we break up or like, what if you're a crazy person? I met you on the internet. Like, what if I don't want to see you anymore? And now you're here at my place of work. Like, it's strange because it's, you know, everybody's free to go wherever they want, but like out of all the dentists, why would you come here? Like, I don't, I don't know. Am I weird for that? Is it like we, the whole relationship lasted six weeks tops. So like, don't you want to know somebody? And he's, he came to the dentist and met in the middle of it. So like, don't you want to know, am I wrong here? I don't, 
I don't know. Tell me, find me on Instagram, comment on this episode. Tell me if I'm wrong. Maybe I'm being closed minded, but it made me feel a little ick, like a, like, like very aggressive move to become a patient at the office I work at. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Ultimately, I wish Stuart well. I hope that he's doing well. I hope that he's not still single and that he's found somebody that really lights his life on fire. It just for sure was not me. There could be a somebody out there that loves that brand of kissing and that's their sweet spot. And uh, my only hope for Stuart is that he finds that and that those two people can live, you know, fiercely and kiss hardly and have a great life. I'm still moving on. I'm going to keep telling you about more dates. Um, spoiler alert. I don't marry the next one either. <laughs> um, and yeah, we'll talk soon. Thanks for listening.